All right. So, welcome to Ain't Living Right. Introduce yourself now. And I'm Latoria. And I'm Yusinia. <laughs> we're trying. We are really trying. What is it? Season two? Like episode eight? And we're just like... Imagine if we were like years into this and still didn't have it down. Well, next, next week, if we start talking about stuff like we normally do ahead of time, it's going to probably happen again. It's going to slip my mind because I'm already so excited. Yeah. But the news you just gave me, like, centered me and, like, grounded my helpless soul, so I had time to think about it. If anyone's curious, I just told her somebody else had her job quit. Not surprised. <laughs> Not surprised. Um, <clears throat> I'm just upset that it's coming right after my leave, so I get to, like, walk into the shit show, but whatevs. Well, I guess we can, we can walk in together. Like the stepbrothers and be like, we're here to fuck shit up. Oh, yeah. But you're going to have to, like, take off the first half hour because I, I go in half hour after you do. I mean, have you heard about me not really sleeping <laughs> anyway? So I'm mm. usually late now. So um, the things that we were talking about previously was one that Yesenia has, like, uh, broken all resolutions already. Um... <laughs> And I don't know if you want to make up some new ones that we could pretend we're both going to follow, but no. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so um, I would do um, a cap of our resolutions, but I can't remember them. But I know for sure that the things that Yesenia has engaged in, I know broke them. So... <laughs> Yeah, Latoria said we weren't supposed to talk to, like, exes yes. in any kind of way. Yes. And it really wasn't, it wasn't really like an ex, but still somebody that from the past. It was an ex. Anyways. <laughs> and, um... Yeah. And I accidentally ended up in a relationship. Yep. Slipped right into it. An actual one. Not a, not an entanglement, not a situationship. Yep. It's like when guys accidentally slip into vaginas and they cheat on their girls that's that's what happened that's exactly what happened you know so <laughs> that is talking to your ex getting into a relationship there's another there's another one um i thought we were gonna do minority 2021 but i seem to be the only one on board with that um when it comes to partners, so I'm kind of a little, a little disappointed on that front. I was so confused as to what you were getting at. Now I know. So I, you it's know, he's white. I'm, I'm just saying, like. To be fair, though, he agreed with what you sent and thought it was funny. Right, but I also <laughs> like how light are your kids gonna be? I don't know. Probably very fair because I'm not really dark either. But, like, look at me and his dad, and look at the color he came out. Now look at you and this guy. Like, this kid is going to be bright. Like, when I babysit. I'm like, when I babysit, I'm going to have to put at night, like, a blanket over him because he's going to be, like, illuminating. But, no, it's just, you know, I was, I just, I just thought we were moving in that air. Speaking of which, this brings up what has been happening. Oh, yeah. In the Caucasian community. The Caucasity. <laughs> Caucasity. I was, um, this is not my speaking, but that video I think you just sent me where that guy was like, 
if it was Black Lives Matter, we would have had a tank up and down the street with some crackers. Yeah. And, I, and, and the guy, the guy was, was white. white man. <laughs> he was an old white man. And I'm like, why do I feel like you guys are the ones that came up with that name? And then we joined in, but now everyone just attacks us for, for using, using it. it. But I'm like, no, I really, the way he said it, it was like he says it every day. Yeah. It, it was everyday language. It was everyday language. And he's in the middle of the street talking to someone in a car. Yeah. Like, in the street. So, like, he had no fear. Okay. <laughs> like, but you know what's funny, though? I mean, you're saying you think white people probably came up with mm-hmm. that and they use it more. Was well, the same thing within like the Mexican community. We say paisa more than anybody else. Mm-hmm. We're the ones that really like pick that term up and we refer to people that are on a different level than us as mm-hmm. like that's a fucking paisa. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. So I definitely would believe that they came up with that and they use it in reference to themselves or each other. Yeah. The same with uh Chris Rock when he was like, There's black people and then there's niggas. <laughs> like and so you know, and if you're black, I don't have to tell you the difference. It's a universal explanation. So, I mean, it it ha- it comes, you know, from a place like that. But, you know, ours didn't come from us. But that's why we took it back. Because we're like, we understood what y'all meant. But that wasn't us. That's them. Like, yeah. so, but, um, yeah. Uh, did not know you could just walk right into the Capitol. Um, that video of, I don't know who it is. If someone could get me a name, that black police officer that looked like he was directing people to the rooms. Did you see that one? Uh-huh. They were running up the stairs and he was running up the stairs and he would turn around and like say something to them, but they were still coming. And he was like walking back, like not, you can't be up here. It looked like he was a fucking tour guide. And I'm like, well, I saw one where it was like a whole crowd and it was just like one police officer. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, really? Mm-hmm. Oh, really? Because just let it be about five of us and you would stick everybody on us. Like, don't even. I mean, how many officers did George Floyd have right. on him? And he's one person. On him. Okay. There was one on his neck. One after that. One. I mean, I think it was four or five that were just like kneeling on him. And, and I just have to say, okay, Mr. Black security guard or whatever you are, I would think at the Capitol, you would be an officer, but I don't know. Who knows? <laughs> I didn't see any officer title. Yeah. I'm like, I, I don't know. But, um, sir, there used to be on plantations, uh, there used to be these one slaves that would kind of like keep the other ones in check and he would run to Masta and tell Masta, um, Hey, they're doing this. They're trying to escape. They're doing that. And then he goes back. Like he didn't do anything. Yeah. Now we call that a snitch. Okay. You know what's funny? That is what you are, sir. Um, that is what you did. You did not try to save anybody or anything. And, had that role been reversed and you weren't a cop or a man of the law, you would have had a knee on your neck. And so I'm kind of disappointed in how you reacted. And it looks like you were a tour guide. So. Um. <laughs> Why did this? Okay, so this just reminded me 
last night, um, we got pulled over. Several people in the vehicle, and I'm just, I'm gonna just go ahead and say this was in Clovis, and I'm sure the Clovis police stereotyped the vehicle. Like, it didn't. Mm-hmm. This was like a Tahoe with like rims on it and tinted windows. Like they, I'm sure they stereotyped the vehicle because the second we saw the cop come to the the door, you could just see she was like nervous. Like it wasn't just like a regular stop for her. Oh my God. And it was just like for real, bitch. Like and she was like, "Oh, can I have you roll the back window down too?" Because obviously we were in the back seat. And I'm like, "Girl, calm down. Like it is four white guys. Yeah, and me." <laughs> yeah, no, it was you she was worried about. Probably. I'm brown. <laughs> yeah. And a girl. She's like, she's gonna try to smack me. <laughs> no, they were like, blink if you guys are okay. <laughs> like But I'm not even driving the car. <laughs> I noticed there is a tortilla in the car and I just want to make sure you guys are okay. <laughs> you with your arm around it, are you sure that you have not been kidnapped? <laughs> <laughs> like, my God, I, the, I told you I got pulled over two days ago and this cop, uh, it was, it was a man. It was a, a white male. Um, I think I'm just judging cause I, you know, there's no sign. I think he was straight, you know, so privilege. He just ate it, slept in it, rolled in it, all that the shit. definition of privilege. Um, he proceeds to berate me. Um, well, he was lying, first of all. Then he proceeded to berate me. Then he made it like, um, he was doing me a favor. Oh, because this, this, and this, you could have this, this, and this as a consequence, but I'ma let it slide. Then he proceeds to shine his light in my son's face. My son is six. Like, that was unnecessary. And then wants to add, oh, you have a kid. Like, dude... Listen, where are these balls at the Capitol? Right. Right. Like, where where are these? I mean, there was a guy who literally has seen Braveheart way too many times. Oh, and I tried, saw that? You saw him with the animal on his yeah. head? And I'm like, what do you think you are? A chief? Like, what are you so doing? Weird. It was the know. weirdest thing ever. He needed to stop. Um, Mel Gibson is not proud of you. Um, I'm just so frustrated. I don't know. I don't know what to say about it. And you know, so here's the thing about when we got pulled over and I, I really was not surprised by it, but it's still like part of it bothered me was that we were like completely let go. And like the person driving mm-hmm. didn't have their license, didn't have the car registration, didn't have the insurance. And was just like, I mean, like I have a picture of my ID. Like she was just like, um, you know what? Okay. Well, just give me your name. Okay, and that's fine. Just uh, don't do that again. And you're like, what? Mm-hmm. What the fuck? Mm-hmm. I feel like if I had been the one driving, like that would have worked out different. So here's what happened. March 2020. <laughs> oh my God. She's like, oh, let me take it back. Let me take it back. What was it, Sophia from the Golden Girls? Picture it. Sicily. 1942. <laughs> like, uh, okay. But no, I got pulled over. I didn't have my seatbelt on, so, of course, I can't get out of that. Like, I just didn't. Like, I, there's no excuse. There's no explanation. It just didn't happen. Well, then, I didn't have my newest tags on my license plate, but I had the tags in my center console, which I showed her, 
and you could see the tags, you could see they're paid, you could see the car, my name, everything. Um, she still writes me up for it instead of telling me to get my ass out the car and actually put it on. She writes me up and is like, oh, it could be a fix-it ticket. I should have got out, put it on, and be like, okay, sign it off. But see, I, I didn't want to be like that. And so then she looked at my driver's license, and I had changed my address with DMV, but I didn't have an actual driver's license with my new address on there. So I got um, a fix-it ticket for that, which is so stupid because COVID happened a week later, and everything got shut down. Now I'm scrambling, trying to figure out how to get to the DMV because I have only so long to pay and I refuse to pay that whole amount for two fix-it things that could have been solved at that moment. First of all, you could have said, here, oh, you need your address on the driver's license, you know, go do that or get your ass out and go put that, ta that tag on your, like, it just didn't need to be the way it was. And so when I'm sitting here and I'm listening to there was no license, there was no register, like nothing and they were just like you know what let me just give me your name like the there should be a standard mm -hmm. and not um there shouldn't be any what is it um you know discretion right discretion is the worst when you're trusting people not to be racist or biased or discriminatory in any way well and then here's here's the thing where we also had alcohol in the vehicle like open container like th this was all stuff that was going on and she just very clearly was like uh just don't do that see see and and that's why i'm saying we like i don't know and and women cops well, I, they're on a power trip man i'm i'm sorry your clitoris did not elongate and you did not become the gender that you wanted to be, but you do not have to be extra when you're pulling me over. You don't. I know you're an officer. That's fine. Like, why do you have to act like you're 30 men in one person? Right. So aggressive. So aggressive. And, you know, that's, and it makes me get an attitude. Mm hmm you know what I mean? And, like, you can just tell Me when they too. come up and they're chewing their gums. Because I very much be cooperative, but if you just look like a bitch and you have a tone and you're, mm, I'm not handling that. You're not about to talk to me, stupid. I don't know you. Exactly. Just because you're a cop, okay, and that doesn't make you any better than me. It Man. Man. And once we defund you, <laughs> because I'm now going to be out there at all the protests trying to defund y'all. Um, once we defund you, you're only going to be dealing with crime. So all the little situations with like mental health or crisis or all of that stuff is no longer going to be your job. Therefore, I'm not a criminal. So I can't wait to have less experiences with you. Right. And I'm a criminal justice major. And that's coming from someone who literally dedicated their life trying to be in law enforcement. Mm hmm. I want as little um, contact with you as possible. I feel the same way. I completely feel the same way. But also being that the field we work in, we're supposed to kind of work side by side with law enforcement. But a lot of the times, again, seeing where your judgment in certain situations, it's just, it's not even right. Like, I don't know why we have to rely on you for an answer when you don't even have the same experience that we do and you can't interpret the situation we would. Right. So why are you the one making a, a decision here? Exactly. Because if I say this should happen and you say, no, it shouldn't, well, then no, it shouldn't. And we just have to go with that. Mm -hmm. 
but you're not the expert here. I am. Yeah. It's just, yeah. That's the shit where I'm like, no, I don't want to deal with you guys. No, I know. I can't even, like, I can't even imagine what it's like for. <coughs> no, the, I have COVID. No, you have COVID. <laughs> it's a spot in this house. <laughs> like, um, you know, every time they, like, uh, what was it when they shot that teacher that was trying to help that disabled boy, that 12-year-old disabled boy? They're, like, laying down in the street. The teacher has his arms in the air telling them he has, I think it was autism. autism. And shot the goddamn teacher. Like, <laughs> what? Yeah, well, and then I think, like, almost right after that, then I saw, like, posts where people were putting, like, huge signs in their yard, like, attention, like, an autistic mm-hmm. man lives here, like. And it's just like, why should you have to do that? Mm-hmm. I lived on a street and there was this boy, he was 15. He was severely, severely low functioning autistic. Um, and he used to wear a big old diaper. And he sometimes during his diaper changes would um, get out of the house and run down the street in the yard screaming and like, you know, making noises because it to calm himself. And he was, you know, a very large black boy. And I was like, and I used to think to myself, like, damn, like, if this was a highly trafficked, you know, cop area, I think he'd be shot. Yeah. And I know exactly what you're talking about, though. Like, my brother was um, severely autistic, nonverbal, wore adult diapers, like, needed, like, full care for Mm -hmm. everything. And so, obviously, that means that he doesn't understand things that other people do. Naturally, already, anybody on the autism spectrum, social cues, they don't really Mm -mm. understand. But him, none of it was there. So, he, as well, just being somebody that is starting to develop, you go through puberty, things like that, you still are discovering your body. So, a lot of the times, he wanted to rip his clothes off, be naked, do whatever. Mm -hmm. But my mom's issue with that was, okay, so he wants to do that. And he also decides that he's going to run out of the house. Now, I live in a neighborhood. Are you telling me that that's not indecent exposure? Mm -hmm. Someone's going to call. Someone's going to say something. It's going to be a problem. They're not going to care that he has a disability, especially once he was an adult. She was like, they're literally just going to be like, he's an adult. Mm -hmm. And that can't be happening. So the way she would try to handle it was, well, then I need to make sure he cannot take his clothes off himself. So she was, like, trying to get, like, onesies or, like, jumpsuits or sewing together, like, wife beaters to the boxer briefs to create kind of her own jumpsuit so he can't get completely all the clothes off and then take the diaper off. But then social workers would be like, well, you can't do that. You are infringing on his rights. Like, he has the right to do whatever he wants to do, and you're making that not possible. If he wants to undress himself, he can it was just this weird, this weird situation. My mom's like, okay, but what I'm doing is to protect him and his safety. So I think that kind of like overrules what you're saying. And it's the weirdest thing because like when people come to the the sense like you can and he can and they should be able to. And I'm like, tell them that. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not mm-hmm. us. Like, yeah, I can do this or I should be allowed to do this like let's just think about it so the bottom bottom line George Floyd the $20 I think it's fake I'm gonna put my knee in your neck and it's like come on like extremes to handling that situation like you 
come across a man who's doing something you think is illegal, but even on a spectrum, that's not even FBI credible. Mm-hmm. It's $20. Mm-hmm. That's not even, FBI won't even look at that. They're like, that's ridiculous. Does he know where it came from? No. Okay, move on. You know what I mean? So it's just like. But I've never even heard of anybody actually coming into contact with law enforcement when you have a fake $20 bill. Yeah. Like, and? And honestly, I'll tell you the truth because someone gave me a fake, uh, a lot of fake 20s one time, but the first like three were real Mm. and we didn't check them all. And it was pointless to call law enforcement because they took it. And so I'm like, so I'm really out of that money. <laughs> like, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, you took it. Um, but it's like, he, even if he had it, that bill and it was fake, that was really extra for the amount of force that they used for the situation. But then you, you go to statistics and it's like, um, of course, people think the welfare system is nothing but black and Mexicans having babies. And being on welfare and, you know, doing drugs. Uh, yeah, no, it's a lot of white women. Yes. So, there you go. Like, it's, it's just, it kind of feels like no matter what they do, it's not ghetto or trifling or anything until we entertain it. Mm-hmm. So, it's like, yeah, we can do things. We should be able to do things. But at the end of the day, there's only one people that can do one thing. Mm-hmm. And that's live their life. We don't. Today, I had to introduce my son to the difference of what the police look like reacting to BLM as opposed to what they did to the Capitol today. And it wasn't to scare him. It wasn't to make him distrust the police. It was to let him know that at the end of the day, um, you're black. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So it's like that. That's a hard conversation to have. And, it, and you know, it's really sad because I thank God every day he's not darker skin tone because you know, his blackness is not completely obvious. And I'm like, I would be worried sick. And I really like, am so sad for the women who have to feel this way. But you know, you would have to know my son to know he's black. Mm-hmm. And so I feel safe with him going walking around. And that's just horrible. Like, it's just a horrible statement to even make. Like, you can't even make jokes about it. Because it's like, no, that's, that's a really sad reason. You know? Yeah, but it's just, it shouldn't be like that at all. You shouldn't have to have a conversation with your child about how society views them. Mm-hmm. Yep. It, but, but unfortunately, we do have to do it, and you have to tell them as a kid because you're going you're gonna to grow older, mm-hmm. and you're going to start to see that aggression towards you. Yeah. Based off of who you are. And I don't want it to come as a shock to you. I don't want you to be defensive because that could lead towards worse things yeah which why why do we have to like teach kids to be complacent and allow somebody to mistreat them because that person's in a position of power no exactly and the worst part of it is the reason that I really really felt I needed to explain it to him is because people were saying when the Capitol was being broken into, they're like, where are the police? Where are the police? And then, you know, there was memes and it was like, y'all don't ask where, uh, y'all don't ask where, uh, Bruce Wayne is when Batman's there. Y'all don't ask where Miley Cyrus is when Hannah Montana's on stage. And it's like, yeah, because half of those people probably were law enforcement. Mm -hmm. 
That's how they knew where to go to get in. That's how they knew people wouldn't attack them had they entered the building. That that we that is our people. That is our our frontline people. Duh. It's, Duh. Especially with how how much we saw in protest with Black Lives Matter and how much we tried to we saw people try to make Blue Lives Matter a thing, then yeah, of course. They are those people that mm-hmm. are over there storming the Capitol because mm-hmm. they think they're somehow entitled to something. I'm sorry, you've already gotten everything. You are you're like you're already you already live a better life than we do and you're mad because your sugar daddy's like not gonna be the president anymore. Like I'm so confused. I'm literally gonna get my uh my DNA done because I know for sure I am Dutch, Irish, and Swedish, and all I need is it to be put on paper. So when I get pulled over, I'm going to have my DNA ancestry on here. And I'll be like, look, I may look black, but I'm only like 25%. The rest of this is white. <laughs> I'm one of you, okay? I'm one of you. Like, Well, then I started to see memes where people were like trying to change the narrative and they were like no start locking your doors when you see a white person like so- <laughs> let's do it I'm like, I'm like, when it's true you, you guys are the dangerous ones what the heck when they get into an elevator hold your purse close closer to you, to you. <laughs> they, when they walk in with uh, an oversized sweater or a, a trench coat into a school Sir, can I see what's in your bag? (laughs) I mean, let's be honest. I walk towards you on the street, you cross the street. Have you ever noticed that anyone of color is a quote-unquote terrorist, but in every active shooter video you see, it's a white guy? (laughs) They literally will hire a white guy. To play the shooter. I have yet... To see anybody else play the shooter. At work, when we went through our orientation, and you know that video they show us about active shooters. It really was a white person. It was. (laughs) I'm not lying. I have worked many jobs, government to retail to anything you can imagine. Okay, I worked all kind of jobs, no matter what job I went to. It was a different video, but every time it was a white guy. And not only a white guy, it was a buff white guy that looked like an army vet with like an AK and shit. And I'm like, so are you saying that these are military people that are going to be doing this? Like, well, I like how in our video, then they, they like break it down and they show at the end how many weapons he could fit in yeah. the jacket. That he <laughs> there was like 30 knives and like hella guns and stuff and like. I'm like, because he's tactical. Tactical gear is made for the military. So you're saying the military is going to attack us. That's what I feel Case like the underline is. the police. <laughs> That's what I feel like the undernote is. You know, the subliminal messages that they're yeah. trying to put in there? Like, you're like, damn, he's hella fit. He must have went to, like, um, a boot camp. And then, <laughs> you're like, and then you're like, look at that gun and his marksmanship. Like, I don't know. Uh, what is it? The um, the the people who shoot the um, 
What is it called? The sniper? Yeah, the sniper. Like, no, seriously, like, every bit of it looks like that's yeah. what they're, like, yeah. lining you up for. And I'm like, that is, the, and then he has the buzz cut. You know what? <laughs> Why do I really be that person the next time a video like that is showing me being like, oh, are we watching American Sniper? <laughs> <laughs> No, no, wait, is this one the Hurt Locker? Which one is this one? <laughs> I love this scene. Watch, the black guy gonna try to run, and somebody gonna stop him. It's gonna be an old white lady, though, watch. Like, <laughs> like it's, I, I don't know. I don't know. Um, I, I can't. I, I don't know what to say, but, like. I even had a, a situation, I, I think I mentioned it on the podcast, I, I don't know at this point what we talk about anymore, but like, right. <laughs> um, I had this, when I was in junior high, I had a guy that me and my friend were really nice to, and he was kind of, you know, awkward, weird, um, whatever, and then, you know, he told us that we should be sick one day or something. And I was like, okay, that don't sound right. And then, of course, like, I told my mom, I was like, well, I'm supposed to tell you that I'm going to be sick tomorrow, but I, like, I don't know why. And then I told her. And then, of course, like, the principal had us come in and stuff like that. They never told us what happened with him, but I feel like that's what was going to happen. Mm-hmm. And it was a, a, a you know, white guy. Mm-hmm. So, I know, I felt really bad. I was like, you know, he was trying to help us, but I'm like, dude. It's not that bad. Like, it's Newark. It's okay. <laughs> like, it's, I feel you. I just can't reach you. But, okay, you know what? Now that just brings me to another point in that I feel like a lot of kids these days are real soft. Like, everything, it, like, hurts their feelings. Like, everything is a huge ordeal. And now, oh, I'm just going to shoot up everybody at my school. Like, um, I don't think that's the solution to... No. It's like, oh, the girl said no to going to the dance with me? Well, fuck this school. I'm gonna shoot it up. Like, what? Here's the thing. Here's the thing. If you feel that way about school and that's your response, I feel like your parents did not do a good job bringing you up or you have never accompanied them to the DMV. Um, <laughs> like, <laughs> you have to throw the DMV. <laughs> the DMV is everyone's nightmare. Say I'm lying. Say I'm lying. I dare anybody in this podcast to say I'm lying. You never know what line you're supposed to stand in. No. You never know the questions you're supposed to ask. When you found out you, you feel. You know what type of order they're going in because it's all A32. Uh-huh. F7. You're like, how is this? <laughs> You're like, I'm next. I'm next. It's all Z7. You're like, Z? I thought we were on B. And you, don't, you don't even know how the windows go. It's all go to window number five. And then you're looking for window number five, and they'll pass you on your way to find window five. You're like, but like it's so chaotic, it takes you forever, and then they only want to call it once, and then they move on to the next one. But if you find window five, the other person's there. Exactly. And I'll wait. I'll wait behind that person. Like, uh, you moved on too fast, but you're going to help me. And, <laughs> and don't tell me to pick another number. We're going to be fighting up in here. So let me tell you, that's what you should do to, like, teach kids patience. 
Like, Grayson has been to the DMV with me so many times. Um, freaking, I mean, it's, it's horrible. It's horrible, but he knows patience when we go to the DMV. Like, don't talk to me because I'm frustrated. I'm going to snap at you. So don't talk to me. Okay, just play your game. Watch your movie. Okay, if you're hungry or you got to pee, I understand. Then say something. You know what? I even taught him to say it in sign language because I just don't want to hear a voice at the DMV. Like, I just, <laughs> just sign it to me, okay? <laughs> that, yeah, that place will just, they'll have the nicest person irritated. <laughs> <laughs> because, um, and then the workers are worse. They are. You get up there and they're like, do you have this document? Oh, well, then you're going to have to come back. So it didn't even matter how much you waited. It's like, do you have an SV9068? And you're like, what the, f- what the fuck is that? And it's just like the change of address. And you're like, could you just say a change of address? And can you point it out? I could fill it out right here. Like, no, and they'll literally be like, okay, well, then you're going to need to fill that out and come back. Yeah. And then you have to grab another number. Like, it is a whole day experience. Like, you thought a black hair salon was a whole day experience? You have no idea. Okay? You have no idea. There's times I've been in the DMV from 8 a.m. and didn't get out to, like, after they closed. Because they closed, but they were still helping people, Uh so I needed to keep going. But have you ever been there where it's not closing time yet, but they cut off the line of people already? Because they're like, with the amount of people we have here, by the time we get to you, we're closed. No, yeah, I have. It's crazy. Um, it's, it's, it's ridiculous. It's, it's super crazy. And yeah, that's what I'm saying. Go let your little teenage kid sit in a DMV. Oh, that should be the practice. Oh, you want to take your driver's test? You go fill out the paperwork. If your kid starts acting funny and starts like shaking with frustration and talking about, I wish I could just like make this place disappear. Don't send them to school. school. Don't send them to school. It's just common sense. <laughs> like, but here's the thing. Even now, with COVID, that school's virtual. These kids are still doing some stupid shit. They're, like, flashing knives and stuff on their, like, Zoom yeah. classes. And you're like, what is wrong with you? Uh, you know, what is actually wrong with you? What I'm not understanding is you guys are now home 100% of the time, but you're not eating Tide Pods anymore. So you were only eating Tide Pods when you had to take them to school? <laughs> like, this needs someone else to notice that ridiculousness, okay? Well, they're not doing, like, any stupid challenges anymore because they're not, like, doing it with each other. Maybe that's it. They're like, not doing the, like, what is it, with the, the, the ice on their skin or whatever? I don't know what that was. Or, like, the cinnamon challenge. Like, you're not seeing people that, do dumb oh sh- stuff like that. Good lord. I was watching um, Bridgerton, mm-hmm. which uh, I was obsessed, then I wasn't obsessed, then I wanted some characters to die, but they remained alive. Um, and I was watching it, and literally, um, this girl, she's pregnant. And so she makes this tea. She gets all these herbs and all of this stuff that she thinks is going to uh, kill the child. And she makes a tea out of it and she drinks it. And it makes her sick. And she thinks that she's no longer pregnant. But then she feels the baby move, I guess. And uh, she calls the doctor 
And the doctor was like, you thought some tea was going to solve this problem? He was like, if that was the case, you wouldn't need us. And I was like, he, she was the equivalent of the Tide Pod kids. He Man, like, just saw something was like, it'll work. Yeah, I don't even know where she got the idea from. She was in there. It was, it was herbs, but like you cook with these herbs. So wouldn't you have died if they were poisonous? Like, right, yeah. <laughs> I was just, I don't know. She had me for a second. I honestly really did think that she wasn't pregnant anymore because she was so sure about it. And I was like, oh, she must have bled. She must have, like, it must be a sign she's not. And then she's walking down the hallway and I guess she felt a kick or something and was like, I need a doctor. And I'm like... Yeah, you <laughs> needed a doctor from the beginning. But... Okay, this is not me trying to uh, promote abortion at all, but I I was watching the show, like, the coat hanger hadn't come in. No, stop. You, you didn't ask somebody to push you down the stairs? No, I was just wondering. So when did the coat hanger happen? Because Bridgerton is like, it was it was back when there was like queens and, and dukes and, you know, that was how the world was and pride and prejudice and stuff. And so if you're telling me they didn't know how to get rid of a baby back then, so did the coat hanger only happen in the 60s? I can't believe that, though. I can't even. That's what I'm saying. So when did this happen? When did someone, like, realize and how did you realize that that was possible? I need answers. Um, mm -mm. I do. I just like, how? How did you know? How will they know? No, just like when they talk about um, when the people, uh, when the pilgrims were showing um, the natives how to have sex because they were having sex immorally. They were saying that it wasn't God's way, that it was animalistic. And I'm like, first of all, who was watching them? Y'all were like just watching. But like, why? Why are you judging them? You do it the way you do it. They do it their way. Dang. But like, I just said, like, like when did this? Like when did? Because if you think about it, natives watched animals, right? So it made sense, like that they would copy them. But where did you find the new way? Like, who? I need answers. Like, but who said that's the new way? Like, well, who just made that? Why, though? Why? Well, that's why it's called missionary, because missionaries were the ones that showed them. But why? No, I know. But who told you to flip over? Like, <laughs> who did that? Who was watching you and was like, ah, 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 flip over? Yeah, that's God's way. Like, I just want to know what section of the Bible this is in. <laughs> Where he was like, two people shall look at each other while laying horizontally. <laughs> like, I just... Matthew sixteen four. Like I just, I just want to know. You need to make eye contact. Like, if he is behind you, you are a dog, and that is filthy. Like, well, I just need to know the numbers. It just make it make sense, somebody, please. Like, I'm trying to glue this stuff together, and it's not connecting. Okay, like. <laughs> when did these things happen? Like, <laughs> don't laugh. I'm so serious. <laughs> I, don't know if that's I shouldn't find this that funny. <laughs> that's why I really wish, like, we were super 
technological and we could like just see a screen of like whatever time period and for some reason we just have video of it i don't know like how but like because i need to see things i need to see when the first wheel was created and why like i need to <laughs> i like I just saying that I need to. You saying that reminds me of how I was telling you <laughs> that my boyfriend's friend had commented on like the relationship status and was like, "But she can't be your girl if she doesn't know about Thomas Ladder." And I was telling you like <laughs> the story about Thomas Ladder is this long, elaborate, dumbass story about supposedly how the ladder was created. <laughs> But the guy, like, he'll change it every time he tells the story. But he'll be like, the year was 1942. And, like, the next time he tells the story, it's 1929. Like, it's just, it's never the same. Yes. But if we had the technology, we could go back and we could see the actual person being like, how do I get up there? No, that's that's how he tells the story. And he was like, and one time he just saw something and was like, Hey, like I really need to get reach that, and I can't reach it. <laughs> no, I, I'm just like, I can't. I, I, I need to know. Like, I just, I need to know. Like the first spoon. You know what I mean? Like, I just, what I don't that know. Make me think though of Cat Williams. What? When he said he was learning how to spell, and so she, the teacher told him to spell knife. Oh, knife. <laughs> He's all, uh, yeah, that's knife. He's all, almost cut that bitch with a kaspoon. <laughs> I want to know the person who was making language. See, yeah, I don't know. I, I want to, I want to go back in time and go see, who was it? Was it the Aztecs that made, um, math? I don't know. I don't know. I want to see how that conversation went. Like, okay, we're going to have 8 plus X equals 23. And somebody's like, X? Like, I just want to see the conversation. Like, where did X come from? That's the thing. You've got to find it. And like, you got like, I don't, I just need to see the conversation. Imagine it was like stoner conversations. <laughs> and it makes actually no sense. But because it's the only thing we know, it makes sense. It makes, yeah, because you've never heard it before. Because so you've never heard even it. Even though it doesn't make sense, it just has to be because no one else ever created it. So it's fine. Maybe that's why houses fall during an earthquake, yet the pyramids are fucking still standing. Because they used actual information and we're using Aztec math. Maybe that's why. You <laughs> Because the aliens was like, no, this is really it. And then after, like, God, like, made the, made the, what, fog that killed the firstborn children and shit, the aliens were like, all right, we out of here. Don't say that. It's getting foggy outside. That's what happened. I'm scared. It's in the Bible. I know, but now <laughs> you just said fog. It's, it's fog outside. <laughs> You're not even the firstborn. I know, but you, it's just now I'm scared. <laughs> I don't know what that fog is going to do. Here's the thing. Does firstborn mean only born? Because if I only have one kid, I feel like you can't say first because there's nobody following There's it. no order. There's no order. It's only. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Good question. Like, so would my house just have been, like, passed by? I don't know. Hmm. 
And people with fur babies that claim their child, their dogs are their children. Like if that dog was born technically first in their child, would that dog go? Because is it like how you consider it? I don't know. Now you're making me think. <laughs> like, I don't come here to think, Latoria. <laughs> we just come to spew. I just come here to just talk. Spew hot messness. And you Nonsense. guys listen. <laughs> I don't know how or why, but. No, I said, these are questions that I think about all the time. Like, who was the first person to jump? Stop. <laughs> Stop. You know they're like kids. How kids are these? Like, hey, 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 watch this. Watch this. <laughs> Back then, Mad TV Stewart was, he was recreating the first person. Stop. <laughs> he was like, this is exactly what happened. Like, look what I can do. And everybody was like, oh. <gasps> how did you do that? And they're like, I just bent. And then I just sprang up. And they're like, I mean, can you imagine? I want to see these things. Mm-mm. I do. The first person to make glasses. How did you know you couldn't see? Right. How did you know how the whole you know world what... wasn't like that? Huh. Like, were you talking to somebody and you're like, what's that blur? And they're like the chair. Like, is that how the conversation happened? Or like, you know how they say with astigmatism, you know how you see the lights and they're long mm-hmm. and stuff like that? I know that. Because, I know that because I have astigmatism. And I know that because I had one, but now that I had the LASIK and I see what other people see, I can tell there's a difference in what's wrong. Mm-hmm. And so now when that starts happening, I can tell I will have another stigmatism because that's possible with LASIK. It can, the stigmatism can come back. But if you just didn't have LASIK because it's like, you B2 BC, you know, like, how did you know? Were you just walking around getting eaten by shit? Like, but here's the thing. I didn't even know that that was astigmatism until the internet showed me that's what it was. Mm-hmm. Like, I knew I had astigmatism, but I didn't know what exactly it did to my vision mm-hmm. till I saw images of it. And I was exactly. like, oh shit, other people don't see that. <laughs> and we're in the 21st century. That's what I'm saying. Like, so, and here's the thing. Say cavemen had, uh, Say cavemen had um, bad vision. How did how did natural selection not take course? Like, right. how do we still have blind people? How do we still have bad vision? Yeah. Because all the people who had bad vision should have been eaten or killed, right? Because like lions and and then back then, saber tooth tigers were like thirty lions together. So it's like you can't outrun that if you can't see it. Like, did they never leave the house and people just took care of them all the time because they're like, oh, you poor non-seeing but, child? Like, But back in those times, I almost feel like they didn't do that, though. They right. abandoned people they that did. didn't. Yeah, because it's like, you're slowing us down. <laughs> so I'm sitting here and I'm just like, so how? Like, so natural selection just didn't choose them or... Were they more cautious or were they those ones that like are out in the gra- there and they're like the blur moved? Everybody run! Like, uh-uh. I want to know. Like, I just needs to know. Yeah, no, I'm not built to survive with how blind I am. Like, when it's dark outside, it actually affects kind of like my depth perception. Mm-hmm. So I can't tell how far away something is. Oh yeah. So, yeah, I would have I would have been one of the people to die. No, there's I, no way I would have survived. No, I feel that because I'm always like um sometimes at night I can't gauge 
where the off ramp is. I'm like, is it right there? Is yeah. it right there? Is it right there? And then I'm like, oh, it's right here. That's why I hate driving at night because with cars, I can't see the body of the car. I can just see the lights of it. Mm-hmm. So I don't know how close I am to it, how far I am from it. If I need to make like a left turn, but I have to wait for the traffic, I don't know. Do I have time? Do I not? When do I go? And I feel like I'm there forever. <laughs> yeah, no. And so I completely understand. That's why I'm saying like, how? <laughs> how? Okay. And like, here's another thing. Were, were the um, blurry people making the sketchings on the wall? Because maybe half that shit don't even look like it's supposed to. Because right. it was just the, like maybe a woolly mammoth wasn't that fucking big, but because he couldn't see, it was like a big ass blur. Maybe the woolly mammoth wasn't like fuzzy like that. Maybe it wasn't fuzz. It was blur. It was like. <laughs> saying like how do we know like you know i don't know (laughs) wait wait, that's not even a good song because isn't it it's in his eyes oh is it isn't that isn't that the song i don't know i don't know all the words (laughs) i don't know uh i say a prayer not that one the other one where it's like um, how do you know if he loves you? It's in his eyes. Oh, yeah. That one. Is it, though? They be lying. Well, evidently, in caveman times, <laughs> it wasn't. <laughs> like, what? Oh, okay. Okay. That was my stepmom, by the way. It's in his kiss. Never mind. Okay. So I think I put your song and put that tone. Yeah. And then, like, I was like, the, what? Is that what I was like, isn't that the song? Okay, you're right. All right. Well, see, and even in his kiss, caveman times, you don't brush your teeth. It ain't happening. So, I mean. And they were animalistic, remember? So. Oh, they were at, can you imagine? <laughs> ooh, ooh, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> like, sound like so many animals do you think think that's how they ask their partner for sex just make those (laughs) and then that's why that's why she didn't know what they were saying and they would hit her over the head and drag her because they're like dumb bitch (laughs) she's like what what are you talking about like what is that you're like clock Have you seen the TikToks when he was like, there's a meaning in my bed? And the person's like, in my bed? Like that. <laughs> and he was like, when your wife isn't catching on or oh something. Oh my God. You didn't see those no. ones? No. Oh, how did I get on couples TikTok? I don't know. I'm not even a couple. But yeah, she'd be like, he'd be like, there's a meeting in my bed. And she'd be like, in my bed. And he would be like, check it uh-uh. <laughs> oh my god that that was uh we should do one for with that song with that but with cavemen <laughs> <laughs> we should we should dress up like cavemen and be like <laughs> what is it get one of those like fake what is it a rock bat is that what that was what was that and how did you make a bat out of a rock the club the club thing it always looks it like a rock a, it wasn't a stick 
how fat it was, like, for, for like Bam Bam. Well, yeah, but that was huge. It, like, what stick? That can't be a rock. Off of what tree? <laughs> I mean, more like a stump. Like, I don't know. A fucking stump? Wasn't Bam Bam, like, nine months old? Well, that's what, why would it be a rock? I don't know. Because he's nine months old, it looks big? I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. Oh, my God. What if tree, like, branches were just that fucking thick, like... Yeah. But then how did they cut it? What were they using as knives to cut trees? Hmm. Clearly, I failed anthropology. Did we go to college? (laughs) (laughs) Hey, I was in anthropology, and I still can't tell you the difference between a Neanderthal, because I thought it was thal, but it's tall. tall... And, uh, the other one. (laughs) Whoa, um. Oh my god. Yeah, I mean, I took classes like that too, but what were they? They categorized, like, the different people from different regions, but they called them some complicated-ass names. I don't even fucking remember. See, did I go to college? See, just like, just like dinosaurs- there were times. So just mm-hmm. like there was prehistoric, there was Jurassic, there was all those other things that don't have a movie, so I don't remember them. And so <laughs> it's like, <laughs> and, you know, there was times. There was, like, you know, times where the head, the forehead were drooping and sloped. Yeah, and then, so they were called a certain thing. Yeah. yeah, and then times where the forehead was back and the jaw was up, like, they, they molded to their times. And so, like, but I just don't remember. Are you looking it up? Yeah. Oh, are you? Yeah, because, like, it's going to bother me. What's the other one? It's a Neander. What's that other one? There was. I don't know. What What's that? I just seen a movie like this, too. That one where the girl was blind. There, it was a it was a movie of the guy the guy he was like white and he was fighting the the, the saber tooth they were in a hole together and he liked that girl and she was blind or something or she wasn't blind until she had sex something like that what yeah like there was a weird movie it was oh what was it called what'd you say Cheryl. Oh. Um, sorry, I was trying, we didn't go blank. I was just trying to get some answers. While I'm trying to Google stuff. While she's trying to Google stuff. (laughs) Can I get my phone to help Google? Um. Google, Google. You're not helping me. You You should have been listening to me talk this whole time and figured what I was trying to ask. (laughs) Hey, Shuri, help me. <laughs> you ever see those, those commercials when the old people can't say the, oh, the yeah. name, right? Hey, Sharon. <laughs> hey, Sicily. <laughs> oh, my God. I can't. Why is my phone so loud? Um, I'm supposed to be video chatting. Well, uh, I mean, I don't know if I'm going home after this. Where are you going? Uh, he might be off work. Oh, okay. 
So we can't find our answers. No. So we're just I okay one second. No, but I felt like the from what I remember, I felt like what they were called was like offensive things. It just sounded offensive to me. <laughs> I'm like caveman facts. Does that work? Yeah. See, Neander, Thal, man, and then they were ape-like. And then primitive man in the Paleolithic time. See, they have times just like dinosaurs. And I'm like, God, we... Eurasia? That was with Pangaea, right? When Europe and... When they were... When everything was combined? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. So, oh, that was another fact that they said that they were closely related to um, Asians. Um, because you could still see some features today mm-hmm. as a po- and you could also see the features of the ones that ended up in Africa because thank you, because they, um, show features of black people today and stuff like that. And I'm like, wow, that's crazy. Like our lineage really goes even way back then. Well, I did see something recently where it was describing why, um, like our noses are shaped certain ways like based off of where like our people region wise were and like breathing and how the air was and mm-hmm. however and like that's why your nose is either like more narrow or more wide and I was like well, that's interesting I wish I would have known this a long time ago just because I mean then it, it all makes sense like okay well it was just how you like developed to accommodate where you were you know so okay so black Tall, mm-hmm. Swedish. I've seen some tall girls. Mm-hmm. Was it like Inga? Yeah, yeah. Is that Swedish? Yeah, yeah. Um, Swedish. Then you have Dutch. I feel like they're fairly normal, average size. So is it Irish? Why I'm short? Is that what kicked in? I'm a Cro-Magnon. Oh, yeah, that looks like a black dude. <laughs> Look at it. Show me this one. Oh. A Cro-Magnon. Oh, oh, I get it. Cro-Magnon. Magnum. Stop. I see where it came from because that's the Mika clan. <laughs> I get it. You ain't slick, Magnum. I'm going to email them. Like, is this why y'all did it? Because I just connected the dots. Like, They're going to be like, the secret's out. <laughs> the secret's out. They're like... And then I'm going I'm to act all smart, like, mm-hmm, no, my history. Like, like, we didn't just look it up in five seconds on a podcast. Oh the next God. commercial they release, it's, <laughs> it's cave people. Oh, my God. I can't. Could you imagine? What if cave people had little wings? What if they did? Do you think so? Like, culturally that they did? I don't think so. Because, like, how would that benefit anybody? (laughs) There's so much I need to know. Like, I look at the movies, like, Born Identity and stuff, and I get mad because I want shit like that, that we could just, like, replay shit and fast forward. and Like, I want to be like, show me the first light bulb, because I really don't think he's the one that created it. And I just want to be like, show it to me. And then I can see the real person who did it. Like, you know what I mean? I don't know how we would do that because there weren't like video cameras and stuff back then. But I don't know. Technology can do some crazy things. 
I like how we started um, on certain topics and we just ended up asking a bunch of random questions. By all means, if you have the answers, I am here to learn. <laughs> Unless it's about that latter guy, because I'm just like, that. I mean, if the story keeps changing, you're suspect. He does it on purpose. It's literally just to see how annoyed can somebody get when he tells the story. I get. I would get annoyed after like the third time. I've heard the story so many times, and every time I laugh because whoever he's telling it to, it's their first time hearing it. So the faces they're making is like, "What the fuck are you talking about?" And I think that's what makes it funny for everybody else because we're like, "You don't even know what you're getting into." <laughs> I, I'm like, I'm gonna start doing stuff like that, like. Yeah, you should. I don't know. Like the first part, I should do the first person to discover Coke. <laughs> like, I really, like, he was, he was in the cocoa fields. <laughs> and he fell and this dander came up and he took a deep breath and he noticed that he could see the moon during the day and like, all this stuff. You know, like in Wizard of Oz, where it was just the snow on her in the field, and she knew what was going on. It was like that. It was like that. He was like, "Burr, it's cold," and it was like. So then that's how people started calling it snow. They're like, "Can I have a bit of snow?" For some reason, they're from Britain. I don't know. Like, you know that I think I sent you the thing where it was like white people asking for a, a bit of oppression like when i saw i have to show it to you then when i saw it it was a british accent like and it, it has nothing to do with white people because we've agreed that those are different people but like i've heard i was like can i have a bit of oppression like <laughs> i have to show you when we're done this video <laughs> he actually showed it to me. Like, you think you guys are struggling? Try being white. And it was just the white people in infomercials doing dumb ass shit to prove why they needed this invention. And I was like, no. Like, the people who do the, the commercials, like, I have explosive diarrhea. <laughs> like, and this medicine, it really helped that. Have you ever just been laying in your boyfriend's bed and it just goes all over the place? Like, no. And you would be like, how bad in your career have you fallen that this it was a good idea? <laughs> <laughs> that this ad was the way to get you back? Oh, no. Yeah, because like, they're always having trouble with stuff. They're like, have you ever tried to pour some juice and just spilt the whole bottle? <laughs> you need the juice pouring handle. <laughs> this is the dumbest thing ever. It's like, why? Why are you struggling that hard at life? <laughs> and it was only white people in the commercials all the time. Have you ever tried to hang up curtains and fell off the ladder? Ah! <laughs> well, the the life alert. Help! I've fallen and I can't get up. She's in the middle of the floor, and I'm like, <laughs> but she. She's laying like she so can pick herself up. <laughs> she's next scene. She's like hiking. Now I don't feel bad being on my own. And you're like, wait, you couldn't get up? You... <laughs> you're on a fucking mountain. Like, what? I don't think your life alert can help you. Think your life alert can help you. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. <laughs>
It's, it's too much nonsense. We're going to conclude. Because <laughs> I don't even know what we started with. I don't know. Um, okay. Um, I don't know how to end it. We need a jingle or a jangle. A jingle jangle. A jingle jangle. You know that Netflix movie, Jingle Jangle? Um, well, it's a kid's movie. I thought that before I watched anything else or knew anything about it, I thought that was the story about Mr. Bojangles. And for some reason, when I think of Mr. Bojangles, I think of Christmas. And he has nothing to do at Christmas. I don't even know where the correlation came from. <laughs> but, like, wasn't he, like, he got off of a a train to, like, a random place or something? Like, has nothing to do with Christmas. I'm like, I don't even think it was Christmas. It probably was spring. But I swear he's connected to Christmas somehow, and I'm going to connect the dots one day. I hope you do. And I then really I hope do. you come and tell the story. I similar do. Similar to how a Thomas Ladder story story. You know what? Every time, okay, we keep not doing the killer story. I know. Oh, my God. Okay. Next week, no ifs, ands, and buts about it. We will be doing Ed Gain. I'm sorry stuff got in the way. People started coming over. Parties were happening. Me and Yesenia were drunk sometimes. Um, okay, I was drunk sometimes. Yeah, I was like, when did I get <laughs> I just didn't want to be the only one. <laughs> <laughs> but I, like, really thought about it, too, and was like, wait, no, I wasn't. <laughs> Look, it's hard out there for a pimp. I had to be drunk to end up in the situation I'm in now. Yes. Yes. I'm actually not even supposed to be drinking. I was asked to abstain from drinking until I finish my therapy. Uh, yeah. But, like, two bottles in. Like, what are you talking about? Right. <laughs> like, this helps. I feel better. I do. I always feel a lot better. But I always feel hella hot and I start sweating. I know what you mean. I get sweaty when I'm drunk. Yeah, I know what you mean. Um, But, yeah. So, I am going to wrap this up. Yes, yeah. What's up? Ba -da -ba -ba -ba. I'm fucking him. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Bye.